0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again on a Tuesday night at approximately 9 p.m. Eastern, which seems to be our thing, with my one and only big brother, Rich. How you doing tonight?
1: Hey, doing good. Doing good. Why? Because it's not, you know, 8 zillion degrees here today, this evening. It is actually really, really nice. Um, as you can see, I got the door open behind me, and just yes. you know, much much happier when I'm not you know. Do I? I do I, hear the, my, I, I have, hear the
0: crickets? When I don't the crickets, what <laughs> oh, crickets? I don't. You don't hear the cheap cheap. Come on, you live in the country. You're supposed um, to have but, country sounds.
1: <laughs> I, but if you look close out the door later, you'll probably see the fireflies going.
0: Ah, there we go. So, so yeah. um, don't be surprised. Those of you watching on YouTube, if you see flashes in the background at Big Brosco's house that's just fireflies lightning bugs it all depends on where you're from and what you call that's them right. so um let's dive into some steelers news steelers, because... Steelers, steelers. <laughs> because um well first of all if you've lo- if anyone who's peeked at the topic of the show hold off on stuff about the topic of the show we'll talk about that we don't want to get ahead of ourselves so that's the first thing Let's talk news. Get, today was the big day. That's when we're rolling in with trucks and heavyweight belts and limousines and helicopters because that's what we should have expected today for the start of training camp, right? Right. No. 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 We got guys in masks showing up to get um, a piece of cotton shoved up into their brain through their nostril. Um, and then they go home. That's all we got today from the start of training camp. Well, that's Woo-hoo! not all that we got. Training we training camp. That's not all we got because the rookies were able to do some workouts because they've already gone through their four days of testing and all those things. That's why they've already had someone le- end up on the reserve slash COVID-19 list for the Steelers. uh, Defensive back, um Arian Springs. I assume it's Arian. It's like Aaron, but has an eye in it. Um who played in the XFL, and um, he's on the list. You don't know if it's a positive test or if he was close to someone with a positive test. Chances are it was probably a positive test because they were just testing players. And for that reason, because they had someone go on that list, the Steelers made a roster move today where they could sign another player. Mm -hmm. Did they sign another defensive back? No, No. They didn't sign another defensive back. They went and added to the running back room. Did you hear about this acquisition, brother? I did. Of Wendell Smallwood, former Philadelphia Eagle and Washington football teamer.
1: <laughs> Although Is that when, he there, you
0: say it, when, when he, he was, was there, there, it was the Redskins. There you go. Um, but the, the franchise now known as the Washington football team. That's where he played last year. I remember him more from. I don't remember him much with with Washington last year. I mainly remember him from his time in Philadelphia, and he also went to WVU. Comes into the room, oldest guy in the room now. Did you realize that oldest guy I in the did room? Not realize yeah.
1: that, but I really guess I should have considered an oldest guy. You know, yep, that we had in the room. I'm oh, wow,
0: okay. Yeah. So the, the big question is, Hmm, why running back? Why, why running back? Is there something we don't know? Well, Reed brought up something and we actually have an article coming out on this tomorrow. Um, he says he's calling it. James Conner's going to opt out for health concerns. Um, there was a report, well first of all James Conner weeks ago said that he was not going to not not going to be afraid. He was going he wasn't going to play scared. He's got a great immune system now. He's going forward. But there also was a report that that an that an unconfirmed source this was by um NFL Networks Tom Policero. Or I think it's I don't know if I say it right or not. I'll butcher another name. He said that he had a he had a source that confirmed that Connor is playing and not opting out. So there's an article on that coming out tomorrow on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. dot um, So make sure you check out there. Your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's a question. Or what, did they feel like they just needed a veteran presence there? it's hard to understand what, what, why do you think they went running back?
1: Who are they shopping already?
0: That's the other thing you got to think about. Are we, is Colbert shopping somebody already? Well, I don't think they're shopping Benny Snell after one season. So I think other, that would be my least likely guy. And then from there on, I'd say anybody, but you know, I'm a Benny Snell guy. I like Benny Snell. Um, so who knows, maybe, maybe they're thinking they could get value there. I, I'm, and it's not McFarland. That's definitely right. the number one least likely because I almost forgot about him because they just drafted him this year right. uh, and, and everything. So it didn't cost them anything to bring in Smallwood. I mean, I don't think he even, he might barely because of his years, he could maybe qualify in the top 51 where it would, you know, a couple thousand dollars changing towards the salary cap, but not really. Um, because I'm pretty sure he probably signed for a league minimum cause he wasn't playing anywhere. So right. it'll be interesting to see what the Steelers are thinking there. And unfortunately we're not going to really know what they're thinking there because we don't have a preseason to watch to see how the workload goes. So your guess and my guess are going to be that we're, we're going to try to get reports. I'm hoping we still hear Mike Tomlin, talk to the media, but, uh, it's going to be tough to to find out anything. So, that's interesting. Another thing I wanted to bring up. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up. I, I really wanted to to look to to bring this up specifically on my article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, it, which is about sure. yeah. the um that that I have it I have it going here. I I kept it pinned to the main page. First of all, we have a new section that we are testing out that we'd like to try to see. Um, If it works where we just have around the NFL, just general NFL news on the website. So when you come to get your Steelers news, you have a quick list of some other NFL stories that could be interesting. A story I had in there that I actually moved up onto the main page and kept it there because it was so intriguing is about players opting out for the season and the players who have opted out. And there's a lot. And not only is there a lot, there are six New England Patriots that have opted out this year already so if you have not seen if you have not seen this i'm telling you if you're out there in the live chat listen to this in podcast frank caliendo <laughs> <laughs> did a small video i saw it on twitter because it was shared by devlin hodges so duck shared this video it is frank caliendo as bill belichick calling players about the 2020 season And kind of almost seeming like he doesn't want them to come play, with a bunch of pictures in the background. And I saw these pictures. I'm like, wow, they must really like Chase Winovich that they drafted last year, you know, out of Michigan, who was from Pittsburgh. You know, a lot of Steeler fans wanted. And then I look closely. I'm like, that's not Chase Winovich. That's Trevor Lawrence, (laughs) the quarterback from Uh, Clemson. So it was like Belichick was trying to talk his players. Out of playing in 2020, so they could get a good draft pick. Um, It was really funny. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Frank Kelly Endo, fantastic um, impersonator comedian. Um, You know, we I we still bust into that all the time. You know, growing up as a boy in Northeast Ohio, (laughs) with him as Morgan Freeman reading LeBron James's. Yeah, I love that one. I also love when he
1: when he did Morgan Freeman. Doing the Alan Iverson rant about practice. Yeah. Practice We're talking man. about practice, We're man. <laughs> Not a game. Practice <laughs> talking about practice.
0: Boy, this has gone downhill. Maybe no, this has gone uphill real quick. So know. there's a there's a lot of names on here. The two most significant names out of the Patriots that have opted out are. I want to make sure I have them right. Are um, what's that? Hightower. Dante linebacker Dante Hightower, who the Steelers supposedly gave an offer to several years ago. And safety Patrick Chung. Uh that was surprising. They join um offensive lineman uh Naj Ter- Torin Teron, We'll say. Um fullback uh Danny Vital. Uh tackle Marcus Cannon, running back Brandon Bolden. And then, of course, Patrick Chung. And was there another one? I think that was it. Couple Ravens on the list. Uh, wide one was a wide receiver. Wide receiver DeAnthony Thomas, and the other was uh, offensive tackle Andre Smith. So interesting stuff that people that with players opting out. I read something unconfirmed on Twitter that uh, they said originally players had to August first to opt out but there was something in the new CBA that they had, the players had until seven days after the, the ratification of the new CBA, which technically hasn't been signed yet. You know, the agreement they just came up with last weekend. So right. right it, it it This could last into, into like a full week of August or more. So very interesting that some of these players are opting out. None have been Pittsburgh Steelers yet. Uh, that'll be very interesting to see. Some think that, you know, is you know, James, James Connor being a, a cancer survivor, but it, it, what he said in the past makes you think that he would not be, especially this being going into a contract year, but, and here's the thing with James Connor because he would be considered an at-risk player. He would be eligible for a larger stipend and he would get his, he, he would get an accrued season. So if I understand that correctly, that means he would be a free agent. So, um, but if it's a player that's not deemed to be high risk, then their contract would toll for the next year and everything would just bump forward with that. Very interesting stuff, kind of nerdy numbers and stuff to look into, but, um, anything else news-wise you want to talk about from the first day of training camp? Oh, (laughs) the crickets outside. We were talking about the the crickets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, not really, right? Oh no! I mean
0: no. Yeah, t-
1: to Probably me, yeah,
0: to me, these are OTAs. Just in that. my mind, this is like, and these are like OTAs. This part of the, this and real Chaining, training camp doesn't kick off. I think is right around August seventeenth when you get uh, when you're actually getting some padded practices and stuff. So um, it's good to see you know pictures of players. Ben looks good. Benny Snell looks good. Um, I had to look real closely. I'm like, Who You're sitting that saying,
1: anything you want to talk about there in the camp? What did you want me to say? Man, did you see the snot on that guy's swab when they pulled yeah. it out of his nose? It's like,
0: yeah. Well, one of them was Stephen Nelson's like, I'm not looking forward to this test, not looking forward to this test. And then afterwards he tweeted, he said, yeah, that wasn't so bad. I got this. <laughs> so now.
1: <sighs> really? Cause
0: I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. the
1: so, so it worked, you know, at the college where I worked, the wrestling coach took, had the test done. Mm-hmm. He said it was horrible.
0: Yeah, it's like he's like, they show, I think "Scramble they your sciences."
1: Yeah, it's like, oh.
0: So, but, um, but I, fans should be aware. Do you know what we're going to get next week or or this weekend? We're going to get a lot of positive tests. You're going to see a lot of guys going on this on this thing, and you're saying, "Oh no, this is terrible! Oh, the, how they're going to have the season?" No, this is where you want to get the positive tests, because think about it: even if across the NFL there's a hundred positive tests, that's still a very low positivity rate. That's like under four percent. So that so now, unless you're talking like five or six hundred tests that they're coming back as positive, then you might be like. Oh, you know what what's going on, but also this is what the testing is for. This is to this is to find people that have it, don't let them spread it, get everyone else that doesn't have it, and start start creating yep. um uh, a safer environment. So don't let this thing stress out. Every time there's a player with a positive test, you get the same sky is falling, people screaming on Twitter, or having to comment on every one of our articles saying there's not going to be a season. You know, if that's the way you want to live your life, that pessimistic, you know, fine, but. You don't have to drag everyone else down with you. So we're gonna see how it goes, and we'll get as much NFL in as we can. And hopefully, um they can learn from the mistakes that some of the clubs have gone with in MLB, where they made some poor choices that the NFL can learn from that and uh not have repeats.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean it really comes down to the players and their actions, and that's yeah. what I think uh, that's why I think went bad in MLB, guys. Guys think they're invincible, and they're not.
0: Yeah. So, And players in the NFL, as part of this agreement, will face fines if they do not follow the protocols off the field of things that they can and cannot do. I had an article this past weekend that outlined it. And if they end up with a positive test and they're fine and they found that they violated these protocols, then they will not be receiving the compensation over those games. And they could have parts... They could have their contract and and even parts of their future contract void if teams choose to. So pretty interesting. Um, it, and it's funny because someone asked the question: Will players opt out because there's because they don't want these restrictions? Well, if players want to opt out because they don't want to adhere to these restrictions, then they're not opting out for safety reasons because these restrictions are basically the same restrictions that are going on in in the cities that teams are in, you know, things of things like, um, Oh, like going, you know, going to an, like an indoor bar or things like that. Um, I can't remember them all because I have wrote them in the article. So with that, you ready to move on? Let's go. All right. right. So, so the topic of the show tonight is something that we've done. We've done these spread out here and there throughout the off-season, people have asked them in the live chat and various different things. We are going to do a show that we are trying to focus in all our over-unders. We're going to look at a bunch of different categories. We're going to look at the different stats. We're going to see what's going on um, in a couple of the past years to try to develop a good number to then go over-under, because if it's a hard decision, it means we picked a good number. Yeah. If it's a hard decision, it means you picked a good number. Now, what we're asking from those of you tuning in live from YouTube in the live chat, answer these over-unders in there all you want. But don't start throwing out questions about over-unders and throwing out numbers. Please don't do that yet. Because guess what? We're going to do that later. Yeah. We're, we're going to do do these and do the ones that we can think of, which could be a repeat of yours. And we're going to answer them. And then we're going to open up the wall to you to, all to have a question, with the number, and then we'll state the over/under. Okay, so <laughs> we already got people that are wow. that aren't listening. Really? Okay, I'm going over. Um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just hope, hope they don't don't do that for me. So here we go. Let's make it. Let's make it simple. We're going to go over/under wins. For the Steelers, assuming there's a, all everything here is assuming a 16 game season. If something happens where the season gets abbreviated, just remember the season could be abbreviated and still be concluded. So don't flip out about that. They could decide at some point that the, that if something happens and they have to and and things go down, they could still just abbreviate the season. So we're going to do all our numbers based on a 16 game season. And if there and if there's not, then if then you just. Divide by the number of games they play and multiply by 16 to see what it would have been. So we're going to go wins in a 16-game season. I'm going to set the number at 10. Last year, the Steelers were 8-8. Eight eight. The year before, they were 9-6-1. and one. The year before that, they were 13-3. and three. So I'm going to set that number at 10. Over-under wins for the 2020 Steelers. Okay,
1: and I'm making you answer that
0: first. Well, I'm going over. Well, you better go over because I picked eleven. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no, I picked twelve technically, but twelve. Yeah, but really, I go. I I mean, honestly, ten and six is a really good is a really good prediction. It was both bad and Lance were at eleven.
1: They were at eleven and five. I was the person that said ten and six, but a lot so, of things see, have you, changed since
0: you, then. A you, lot of things have changed with everything in the off season and whatnot.
1: I know. It, so you put me at ten, which is right where I was. To so, see you're making me
0: go, um, I almost gave you the hook and said ten and a half. Well, that's what you
1: should be doing. <laughs> but because, I'm you know, not. then you can't pick, <laughs> then you can't pick ten. So yeah. um, I'm going with the over. You're going with the over. We got George saying it's a push.
0: He's gone with it. I'm not going to wimp out and go push. Yeah. So, no, I mean, honestly, if I pick a good number, push is the answer. Um, so, so we'll go with that one. Yeah, I mean, we know a lot of this depends on health. And bottom line is this. If there's an opt-out or there's an issue – you know this could change next week we could do this we could do the same show next week if if too much changes between now and then so and say all right now now that blah 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 now that the steelers don't have this player you know so or when you find out that this other player isn't going to be around for other teams could change it in the other direction yeah. so a lot of a lot of stuff up in the air so we're just going that it's normal let's next go to let's go to rushing yards We're going to go to rushing yards last year. The rushing yards was at 1447, which was two more than the year before, which was 1445 the year before it was 1667. So you know what number I'm going to go with. Don't you? Yeah. 1500. Okay. Rushing yards for the Steelers set at 1500 yards as a team. Okay. Under. You're going under. You're going under. I'm going to go over because right. I think the Steelers can can go 60 yards better than last year. I wouldn't put. I almost went 1600 with this, but I thought you might go under. Um, I know new this elbow. is tough because people said Ben didn't get a new elbow to come back and hand it off. That's right. <laughs> so, but that's, that's the
1: that's the Lance Williams take, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Yep. New, so i I'll, elbow to hand it I'll off. be
0: honest with you. If I went 1600, you would be under. And I would honestly still be over. I'm I'm going to put them around 1650 is where is where I'll go. Um, so so we can even adjust that number up to 1600 and, and give you a little bit better line if you wanted it.
1: See, I, um, I think they're going to be pushing that 1500 mark.
0: Okay, okay, Ooh, we'll split the difference. 1550, 1550, and we'll call you under and I'll go over. So, um, bottom line is it depends if they're winning games or not. Are they able to just hand the ball off? Um successfully because it doesn't do any good to try to run the ball late in games. If you're not gaining any yards, you're better off throwing three yard passes, Um, which is perfect. If Ryan Switzer runs a four yard route, Um, that ends up right. Ryan Switzer can run four yard (laughs) (laughs) route. So uh, I'm just picking. Hey, I don't want to to get into that
1: debate. One in Chizap's article today was a negative one yard
0: route. Oh yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Well, obviously I edited it, so yeah, of course I saw that. Um, Which which was funny. He's like he ran a negative one yard route, um, which which was pretty funny. I Um, kept
1: watching. It wasn't real. I was like, holy cow, it was.
0: (laughs) Hey, I tell you though, but there's when when Ben Roethlisberger was there to utilize him, it was on, it was on third and third or second and short where he was just getting enough and like his touchdown with the Steelers year before last was a I think it was a one yard touchdown catch. And he was just across the line. So, bottom line is, you think he's going. Ben likes to throw the ball to guys that he knows will catch it. Here we go. Passing yards. Passing yards. This is a hard number to come up with because this yeah, is cause... also receiving yards as well. Because obviously, I mean, well, technically, sacks are taken off of passing yards, but they don't really list out. Um, passing and, and receiving yards separately. Last year, the Steelers were under 3,000. They were at 2,981. In 2018, they were just over 5,000 with 508. And in 2017, let me have it here, was 4380. I am going to set the number. Let's see. Because I didn't want to do these numbers ahead of time. Some of them I had in my mind, but I didn't write them down. So I'm I'm honestly... I'm going to set it at four thousand. Okay. Do the steel, but you know, do the Steelers go under four thousand or over four thousand passing yards? Over. You're going over. Yes. See, I almost again, ben didn't
1: get a new elbow to come back and
0: yeah. hand it off.
1: Um, you know, and again, that's banking all on you know Ben comes back and is healthy and can throw the ball.
0: Yeah, but. honestly. This one's hard. I almost did 4,500 because it'd be easy to take the under. Um, That's why I almost picked 4,200 because 4,200 I'm taking the under. But at 4,000, I'm going to say over. I'm going to say 4,100 is about where it's going to be because I'm hoping the Steelers don't have to. I mean, look Look, at that 5,000 yards in 2018. They were constantly trying to come back.
1: All right and okay, right, but also you got to look at this. Okay, you got to look at that year and the year before. All right,
0: 2017, which was 4380.
1: All right, and you you look there and you think, oh, but there he had Mr. You know third and fifth, mm-hmm. and we don't have Mr. Third and fifth o- anymore. But I think overall, our receiving core is a lot more dangerous now than it was two years
0: ago. Um, as a whole, yes, as a whole, yeah, as a unit. That's yeah. why you said overall. I wanted to see if I could bring up 2016 real quick. 2016 was 4,200, because although they won two less games, I don't think their games like 2017 was that crazy year when they were constantly every game was really close and Boswell was kicking them to victory at the end. So they were still needing to do stuff to, to um to to win the games. So. So that was, that, that was interesting. Let's, let's keep it kind of along the same lines. Let's go with passing attempts because last year it was 510 and in 2018, it was 689 and the year before in 2017 was 590. Mm -hmm. So the question is, do you think the, do you think, we're going back to 2018. This one might be a little bit easier, with um. With with I'm going to say at 600 when he was almost at 700 attempts, um, in in 2018. Do you, Do you think the Steelers go over 600 passing attempts? Yes, it did. I'm, not I'm by going. Do you think they're going but over?
1: I think they're going over. Okay, but not by a lot. I I'd, expect them okay. to be maybe maybe in the 16s. And that would, you know, uh-huh. 6-12, 6-13, 6-14. Um, and I would consider that a lot.
0: I'm going to say under, but there's one wild card you have here. Um, and that is replacing some of their rushing attempts with short passes. Yep. Um, especially, I know a lot of people have put a lot into Matt Canada, Matt Canada. Remember, no, he's not the offensive coordinator, but I'm pretty certain, certain he's going to be one of the guys developing either the, the most likely his quarterbacks coach, the passing game plan. So perhaps they're going to be using some more motions and things of that sort. I mean, think about it. Granted, we don't want to see the Wildcat coming back. But when they ran the wildcat that first week against Cincinnati, the Steelers didn't look like they rushed the ball very well and had a lot of passing yards because they were running those little tip passes and things like that and that countless passes and not rushes. That's mm-hmm. where I could see the attempts uh, maybe going up. We should go back to rushing. We didn't. I didn't do rushing attempts. Um, rushing attempts in 2019 was 395 and in 18 it was 345 and in 17 I'm uh, was 437. So the question is, will the Steelers go over 400 rushes? No. You think they're going to, you think they're going to pass say rush less pass more. Okay. I'm going to go. We were aware last year. Last year was three ninety five.
1: Oh wait a minute. Okay,
0: let's wait go. Four, let's go 425. Yeah, four twenty five. Yeah, we'll see. So better go four twenty five because actually, then four
1: hundred is too easy to go over. Yeah. Um, so,
0: which is really close to what they were in twenty seventeen, which was which was four thirty seven. So, which right. is a good difference between those two. See, so yeah, we'll go four twenty five. I'm going. I'm going over. I'm going over. I'm just. I have a feeling. For some reason, it just feels like this year is going to be, you know, air it out, throw it throw it around, get some points in the first half. Second half is let the defense do their thing and run the ball. Well,
1: if I were to, you know, if I were to take an, the, an argument from – and no, it's not going to be Elias Williams' argument. Okay, if I were to take an argument from my good friend Cliff Harris, Cliff Harris is still a punk. Yes. I would say I could answer that question for you if I knew who the right tackle was going to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, because that you, you've referenced the article twice. We, 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 I got to throw this out there. It, it was really good today. It was a good um, article. He, he broke down. It was finishing up the series of looking at Filer moving the guard and looking at the two tackles and what they bring to the table. And what Kevin ultimately said was it's going to come down to the Steelers scheme. He says, if one of the guys can make an improvement in the weaker part of their game, that's your starter. He says, but right now, Banner is the superior run blocker, could work more on his pass protection. You know, even though when we had him on the show, he said he only gave up three sacks in college. Um, this is the NFL. It's a little, you know, you're dealing with elite pass rushers every single snap of every game. Um, and then versus uh, Chuksa for who is a superior pass blocker, but not really a guy that gets a lot of push on the not rush. The, not the big mauler up there on yes. the line.
1: So, so, um, because see, so, this is mm-hmm. not knowing that this is a this is a difficult over under. Mm-hmm. If if I knew what that was, I'd probably be, be able to say one way or the other. Which again tells me you picked the number in the right place here. Yes. I, you know what? I got a feeling we're going to be slightly under, so I'm going to take the under there.
0: Slightly under, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like I said, I'm I'm going to go over just the just the way that I that I think it's going to go. We said what 425. Yes, that was the ultimate number. So, here's one. I got, I gotta I, I, this one this one's interesting. How about penalty yards? You're going to think I'm crazy. Penalty yards. Okay. Believe it or not, the Steelers have had less penalty yards than their opponents the last three years. But in 2019, they had 893 penalty yards. And in 2018, they had 1,026 penalty yards. And then the year before, it was back down in 2017. It was back down into the 800s. It was 897 penalty yards. So I'm going to set the number at 950. You gave me too easy
1: of a number. That's Did under. I? That's under.
0: I'm going over. I'm going over because of the because of the lack of preseason, I think penalties early on are just going to be a lot because not just the lack of the preseason for the players, the lack of the preseason for the officials. And I think you're going to see a lot of penalties earlier and then have them die off as the season goes on, but I think that's going to be enough to push them. I don't know if they'll go over 1000, but I think they'll go over 950. So um apparently you did have some some uh, some breaking news I knew earlier that um Minka Fitzpatrick was what ended up being uh, rated or ranked number 35 in the NFL Network's top 100, which is chosen by the players. And it seems as if TJ Watt was just announced at number 25. Uh, we knew both of them were in the top 40 because the Steelers had two more guys and that's it for the Steelers because they told, they told you how many players um, each team had. So, and that was three for the Steelers. So it was Cam Hayward at 84 Mika Fitzpatrick at 35, TJ Watt at 25. So nice little uh, break in the action there. So we did penalties. Let's, let, let's go to some defense or no, nope, nope. let's go offense. I don't have these numbers from this past year, but I'm just going to set. I know it was, it was in the, it was like 18 or something. Let's talk about points per game. There's a one last thing for the offense points per game. Um, I I mean, hmm, I have scoring percentage, I have touchdown percentage, but I don't have points points per game um, in front of me. Um, I have I have points per drive in front of me, but that that just doesn't work. Nope. So I'm going to throw the number out there. This is yep. what I'm going to say. I'm going to throw it out there at 24. It's a good number. Last year Yep. Last year, way under that, but you know, in years past, they're like, we want to average thirty, but last year they didn't even hit thirty. So, twenty-four points scored per game.
1: Can we average twenty-four a game? (sighs) Don't know that they'll have to. No, you know what I mean. I know. And you also have this whole issue of we're not playing any preseason games, and yep. and 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 uh, things are not going to be real heavy, you know, at camp. Um, I expect to see offensive behind defenses to start the year. Yep, I so, see that as well. All right, if we if we don't if we don't cover that
0: it will it be they could still have a really successful start. season and not hit that mark
1: right and we could start very slow on offense and we could you know we over the first 6 games of the season could average 13 a game and average mm-hmm. you know 26 a game for the rest of the season and we'd still be under that for the year so oh wow
0: you've made me change my answer right now Whatever you ask, <laughs> I had my answer. Now I'm changing it. Um, I've been
1: missing one Jefferson Hartman here. Somebody's got to be the ho- someone's got to be the Homer. I'm going yeah. over.
0: You're going over. Well, you over. made me change my answer to under. You know why? I, I Something sparked in my mind. And here's why I went under. I'm going to go 23. Because it, t- it only takes
1: a couple really low games to really dr- bring that average down.
0: True. And I thought to myself, self, the Steelers have the second easiest schedule for, of the season based on last year's record. Would that allow them to score more points? And I'm going to say no. I don't think they're going to focus on scoring points. I think they're fo- going to be focusing on winning games. And I could see the Steelers scoring 20 points by halftime Here. and just letting their defense do the rest of the work and not really care about scoring more points. So that's why. Point.
1: Oh, wait, it skipped on me. Oh, nope. There you go, George. Okay. Offensive points or team points? Uh-huh. This is point
0: score. This is point scored,
1: score. Right, defensive points count towards this. Point. Just score. what does the team score in games? So... Uh, I'm still going to be, I'm still going to go on optimistic there. I'm going to say, I'm still going to say we, we get the over, but um, it won't surprise me if we end up somewhere in that 22 to 23 range. That yeah. would not be shocking.
0: Yeah. I, I I know what you mean. It's, I, I think it's going to, I thought, I, I thought I picked a really good number there. Now let's see if I can do it again, because then next you go to you, are like, Oh, that number's terrible. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly. start with the same stat. We're going to go with average points surrendered per game. Now, this is not just on defense. This is just as a team. So if they give up special teams points or or the offense surrenders points, all these things. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to set that number. See, I'm afraid I'm going to do it and you're going to say, oh, that's too easy. I'm I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to to set it at 17. Will the Steelers give up more or less than an average of 17 points a game.
1: I many did we give up per game last year?
0: I don't know. I don't have it in front of me.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure we gave up that much last year. I, I, um I don't know, but if we but, did it uh, those first two games really killed us because yeah, we have a lot. Let's there.
0: let's 17. see 17. Um I'm, I'm I'm looking I was trying to find team defense while I have I have this new setup here for podcast because uh uh where I where I'm in my wife's office she she got this new really rising desk and everything. And I got like two extra monitors that I could sit here and had, just have stacks staring at me the entire show. And I know you could probably, you might be able to look close enough and see them on my glasses, but it also helps uh, brighten up my face. Um, if you're looking on YouTube, which probably is a bad thing for our YouTube uh, watchers. So yeah. Um, back on the light I, I i'm not seeing a team defensive stat unless i actually uh type, uh, type in and, and go with it i was thinking last year it was it was much lower but who's to say that they could do that again maybe 17 was i almost said 16. but
1: um this is, this is one of those i'm gonna say <sighs> it's tough because i'd like to say you know defenses are going to be stronger at the beginning of the year on offenses and this and that but I am probably going to take the over here but not by much. We're going to be under 20, but we might be over 17.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm going under on the 17. I'm thinking they could I I'd, I'd love to see something more around the the 13 and a half range. But uh um, but
1: if and again, you get into because the because of that
0: beginning of the season stuff that uh, I think you, the defense will have the advantage.
1: Like, let's say we come out the very first game and we pitch a shutout against the Giants, right? We come out and pitch a shutout against the Giants. Oh, my gosh. You give up 34 in the next game and
0: you're still still in the average average of 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, look, because last year the Steelers, I mean, look, they had this good average and they gave up. It was 33 in week one, correct? Not just 30. It was 33. I'm pretty sure it was It was. Yes, it was thirty-three. Look, they gave up thirty-three in week one and twenty-eight in week two. Then you had Minka, and you never got higher than twenty-six, and that took overtime. And and I mean, just think about it. I mean, they only held the opponents to single digits once. That was that was the first time they played the Bengals, and that was the three points. But at, once Minka Fitzpatrick joined joined the, the the team, you're talking about them giving up. You know, twenty or more points in one, two, three, four games. I'll, I, I missed the bottom one. They there was twenty-eight against the Ravens that last week. But remember, one of them was Jordan Berry, and the other one was set up by a ridiculous take a sack and fumble the ball away at the end of the first half by Hodges. Uh, I don't want right. to relive that. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, so you got to you, think. Yeah. Ready, for, ready for to make me over? make you ever think that a little
1: bit you ready mm-hmm. ready to have me i am going to make you ever think what you just said about all this stuff
0: okay all right
1: so who who said it earlier i think it was mark tobin maybe said it earlier on here was talking about you know Steelers go trying to score 30 a game yeah it was mark so mark mm-hmm. gets credit for that so yeah uh, that was right here okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: um Let's suppose that the offense really kicks it in gear and goes?
0: Yeah, and we're scoring the, in the we're scoring the in the thirty. Is, then we're going go points.
1: We're going points at the end of games, just making teams eat clock. We're giving so, yeah. point we we'll give up more points. Uh, we'll give up a five.
0: We'll give up a six-minute drive, even if it's a touchdown. Right. And, you know. It's, yeah. It's. That's what makes this it tough. Just, yeah. That's what makes it difficult. So. um Real quick, I just got. Uh, let's do two more on defense before we open up the live chat. Let's go sacks. I'm going 55 because I think they were 54 this past year. They were 56 is the franchise record, which they just had a couple years ago. They've they've been right there in the 50s the last three years. So that's why I'm going to make it tough and, and keep it up there. 55 oh, sacks. Oh. oh, you know my answer already because I put it out there. Over, you know, I'm over because I've called that they're going to hit 60. Yeah, so
1: I'm that's going why over. I made the number higher.
0: So, um, so if I'm we're both saying going over, that means they're going to at least tie the franchise record in a season or beat it. Yeah, so, um that's funny cuz awesome stuff 1983 says under since we don't have Hargrave. see but... I say I
1: cuz we gotten to it back. Yeah,
0: because I mean, it was on pace to have 9 last year. I was more a lot more than Hargrave had. So, I think Hargrave only had 4 last. Year. I think Hargrave barely beat it in 16 games as what Tuitt had in 6. So, um I'm hoping that's there, but you know, a lot of things can change. Last thing that I'm going to bring up unless you have one you want to bring up. Let's go takeaways. Oh, because I forgot to do turnovers. I had a lot more offensive ones to do that I didn't do. But we'll leave it open to the live chat and see if they come up with these. Um, Let's go takeaways. I think, you know, last year they had 38. The year before they had 17. (laughs) So it was just absolute crazy turnaround with things like that. So takeaways are tough to to, to judge because Mm – they're very opportunistic, and when you bank on them to win games, uh, you're going to be in trouble. They help you win games, but when you depend on them to win games, you're in trouble. I am going to set the number at 30. Hmm. Interesting.
1: I was worried with what, what number you were going to set it at. Uh-huh. I think you made this one easier for me. Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, because I had my number in mind, and I thought you were going to set it there. I'm taking the over at 30. Oh, you are? Yeah.
0: I'm actually going to go the under on this one. I don't think they get as many turnovers, uh, simply because teams are going to be super aware of trying to take care of the ball against them even more. Um, I think their sacks will be up, but I don't necessarily think there'll be strip sacks um, and and things of that nature. I hope I'm wrong. I'm just
1: Uh, just throwing it out there. See, what's funny? You said this. I thought you were going to put the number at thirty-two because that's the number uh, I'm, I was that was gotcha. in my head for for where I could see him ending up. Um, they're going to drop a little bit, um, as we saw last year, as teams didn't throw towards Minka, cut down on his interceptions. But to me, what's going to happen is if the secondary holds up like it w- was last year, quarterbacks are going to have to do one of two things: they're either a Gonna to have to throw the ball when they don't want to, which is gonna give us chances at interceptions. Uh-huh. Or two, they're gonna to have to hold the ball a tick longer than they want to. And that's gonna give our guys a chance to get to them, which increases your possibility of the strip sack.
0: Um so yeah. although I see a drop I see it. coming, I, can I, don't see it. to, I don't
1: think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna be a huge drop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't I don't I don't see us being eight less.
0: Yeah. I'm, I, I am just because I think it's kind of, you know, was that the ex- exception or the rule? I think last year was the exception. Um, and I'm, let's just say this. I still think the Steelers are going to have a successful season with a lot of wins. And I want to see them be able to do that without being dependent on turnovers
1: yeah.
0: that I'm thinking that I still think they can be successful without having to get the turnovers. Doesn't mean that they won't. So I although I have some other ones, I'm gonna wait and see if some other people have them. I am now putting this out in the live chat for you all to throw out some over-unders that we will answer. Now keep it Steeler related. We don't have to, we don't have to do, you know, over over-under of how many of how many predictions Lance Williams is going to get wrong for the season. Uh we don't need to do over-under of 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 um how many tacos I could I could eat in one sitting? Um, although those would be fun. That sounds uh, more like wait, an after party. I, I,
1: I got one on non-steeler related one for you that I got throw out there just because I got to go. Okay, um, uh, I'm going. I want, uh, the the over under on this is at a, a cool dozen, mm-hmm. and that would be number of fish Thaddeus and I caught.
0: Well, oh, did did you end up getting to go fishing with Thaddeus after all? No, so that's why you should take the under. I should <laughs> take the under. <laughs> there you go. That's going. On. I thought. I thought that, that, that happened. That you got no, I missed out on that. Go.
1: His little. His little okay. guy ended up with a double ear infection. They ended mm-hmm. up finding out, and but because he'd been up all night and running a fever, his wife was like, "We don't want to risk anything with what's going on in the world today." Let's. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You got to not do it. so."
0: Yep. Hey, I'm I'm ready to dive into these here. All right. Yep. Folks have got them
1: rolling. Let's get to them.
0: Okay. So here's one I'm going to do. Force fumbles for TJ Watt of eight. Under or over? Over. I'm going under. Uh, um, for, for seven. Didn't
1: say, didn't, say it was, didn't say recover. No,
0: forced fumbles. Forced yeah. fumbles. Yeah. I'm going to I'm go. I'm gonna go. No, you know what? That really well. That – I'm just going the opposite of you, but, yeah, I, I could see that. Um. Here, this isn't really an over under, but it was a good question. Over under of the chances that we trade trade a running back before the season starts. Over under of of um of what one hundred one hundred percent. I don't know how to say that, but no, it's not really an over under. But you think they trade a running back before the season starts? Mm-hmm. After what went on today, uh, that... We'll say over-under of 0.5 of the number of running backs the Steelers will trade before the start of the season. I'll tell you, that went from a 0%
1: chance yeah, going into yeah. today to there now being a chance. That's yeah, what so
0: I you could say if you set the over-under a 0.5, I'll take the over. Here you go from Donald Nolan. Uh, ben Roethlisberger's TDs, 33. Mmm. Mm. Let's see. In 20 Where's 2017? Oh, I got to get used to this. In 2017 he had oh my, he had 28. And then I think in 2018 he had um I don't know that he had his men. No, maybe he did. He had 34 in 2018. So what do you think? I'm going to take <clears throat> Gonna take the under, but again, mm-hmm. an over wouldn't surprise me here, but I would bet the under. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going I'm going under as well. I'm gonna say, you know what? That's funny. 33. I'm pretty sure when I threw out something on a show that Brian and Lance did, that was my number was 33. I'm gonna yeah. say under. Um because I, I think it'll be you know, it could be right around that thirty-one. Maybe I said thirty-one. I can't remember. I throw out so many numbers. You think I would remember them all by now? So, getting people that are answering the questions, which is really good. Um, here we go. Mark Tobin wants to know over under touchdown catches for rookie Chase Claypool of five. Um, I'm going under. I'm going under as well because I thought five would be like the max. So yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking three or four is probably a little bit more realistic.
1: If he gets to so. five, I'll be doing my happy dance. Yeah. So if he'd have given
0: me three, I'd have gone over.
1: Yeah. Okay. Juju touchdowns
0: at to nine. Juju touchdowns at nine. Ooh, that's that's, yeah. that's a lot. <sighs> Isaac, that's a good one. Isaac, who was the one who donated the Juju jersey that we had for our contest. Um in the past, I'm, 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 I'm taking the under. I am too. I'm going seven.
1: And and that's just because I think we got so many receivers. You're going to get spread yeah. around.
0: Yeah. I think there might key in on juju. I don't know. Cause yeah. Ebron can maybe take some of those ways. It's hard. I mean, there's a lot of places that you could go with the ball when you get down there, when you're going to throw, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of contests, I got to make sure I mentioned something at the end of the show. Okay. Um, Donald Nolan, Taro Edmonds, takeaways of three over-under. Like fumble recoveries or, yeah, or interceptions. I'm going under. I'm going under. I'm going two. I think he'll do better than, than in years past. Two would be better, but yeah. So, um, yep. So, I'm looking – because a lot of people are, it's so hard Very to find these because of the answers. No pro- Hey, I'm not complaining. I nope. love it. I love the answers. Here's one from Ryan Kellerman: Over/under Devin Bush with his number of interceptions, three. Did he have three? I, I know he had, he, had, I he had. I think he had. I know he had two last year. I know he had at least for two sure, last year, and that was actually
1: yeah. in fairly limited action because he, you know, he yeah. played early and then.
0: Um, let's see, where was he? Devin's bush. He had two last year, two interceptions last year, man, is it? That's a great push. That's a a great number. That's a great place to put
1: it. Like three is where I see him sitting. So if I have to go over under, I'd be saying push at three, Mm -hmm. but, Oh yeah. I don't know. I I that's one I'd like to maybe bet the over.
0: Yeah, that's that's that one's that was great. If you'd have given me two and a half, I'd have taken the over. I'd have taken the hook. Yeah. So, um, um, see, this one from a statistics standpoint is just too easy with Rico Parsons as Steelers Super Bowl Championships of six over under. I assume you mean at the end of the twenty twenty season. Um That's. That's just statistically you take the under on that as a betting person exactly. because exactly. because it's, you know, although it doesn't mean that I wouldn't bet on them to win the Super Bowl. Um, I did that last year. That didn't turn out too well. It's um,
1: just really funny is.
0: Um, here you go. Um, uh, Portno wants to know number of sacks between Olin Tuzar. as four.
1: Wow. That was really it. That? There's that, Olin Tuzar four it's another one i'd be pretty happy if we'd hit four Uh with them i would take the under
0: i'm taking the under as well uh i think one of them is might be reduced to not playing yep so that would mean it might be whichever one is playing needs four and i don't know if they can get four by themselves if it was if it was if if you said for the reserve linebackers, meaning whoever it would be, including Highsmith, and you said it for, I'd actually would have take taken the over. The over. Yeah. Um, meaning it could have just been two. Awesome stuff. Over under seven TDs for Ebron. Ooh. That's a good
1: one. That's another good number because I'm wanting to say seven is where I had him pegged. Um, see, I went under on the... see. it. That's where I would maybe go and go ahead and take the over. See, I, I could see it like him, Juju, uh-huh. at eight apiece. Yeah. You know, throw yeah. Claypool in there at five. Maybe two for Vance. Mm-hmm. Five or six I mean, for... you watched
0: Vance have two last year in one game. For, you know, get
1: Johnson, get five or six. Um, you know, we... We could score a lot of touchdowns and have nobody hit double digits. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to bet the over on Ebron. I just think he's a matchup nightmare in the red zone.
0: I do too, but the, like I say, the franchise record for the Steelers is eight. So I'm, I'm going to say under, but barely. Okay. I'm going to say six. All right, here we go. We're going to go rapid fire. Okay. We're just going to try to get a few of these in right before we finish up. Um, Deontay Johnson, punt return TDs, 1.5. Over, I'm going under. I'm going with one. Yeah. Okay. I'm two. Switzer, total scrimmage yards three hundred over and under. Under, under. Um, now I'm I'm getting answers. I'm trying to find the question here. Um, so here we go. Um, we already that was another Ebron one. What Dupree over
1: under eight sacks.
0: Oh, I'll go back to that one. Here's this one. Steelers special team return. Um, Steelers special team returns TDs three over under. I'm saying I'm staying under. Cause I don't think they'll get any kickoff ones. Um, and I already said one punt return.
1: Yeah. Uh, see, I'm going under as well. I think we get two punt returns from DJ.
0: There you go. Um, do pre over under eight sacks. I'm going to give him the over. I bet he gets I'm, a nine. Same here. I'm, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to put him at ten and a half. Gonna okay. Give him the double digits again. Hayden. You know, and it's funny, I'm giving him these numbers, and then you ask me a different show, I won't remember them, and I'll give a different number. <laughs> um, Hayden, four interceptions, over or under? For, Hay- for Joe Hayden, he had five last year. Yeah, I'm giving him the over. Okay, giving the over. Um, uh, I'll go under this year, because I think maybe Stephen Nelson might take, you know, if they're going to have, in my opinion, if they're going to have less takeaways – um, that I think perhaps it might be Nelson getting some of the ones that Hayden might have had otherwise. Um, this is an interesting one. Uh, Mason Rudolph starts over and under of one. Over. Um, I'm going with a push. You know, I, I think he'll he'll start again. And I don't think it'll be week 17 because I don't think with the new playoff. Okay, you're saying two? Okay. Um, and like I said, I think, you know, the big thing is, 500, as long as he plays less than, as long as he starts less than six games and he has 500 ball, they're okay. Um, I know if it's only one start, you can't have 500. It's either zero or a thousand. So um here we go. I honestly, so here's one. I mean, there they said total. I'm going to ask you this one. They said total running back yards of 2100 over under. I think that's, that's including receiving yards. Because we already did, we already did rushing yards, right? So let's look at running back yards, including receiving, at twenty one hundred. Mm, I don't know. What do you think? Well, because that would add. What? What did we say? I said over fifteen hundred. You said under. So yeah. this would add another six hundred yards by the different running backs. Oh, that's. Hmm. That's a. I, if you're talking I'm about receiving yeah. yards as well, I I, I I'll take. Yeah, I think I'll go under two. It'll be close for about two thousand. Anyway, uh, we got to wrap this up now, but just because we are out of time. Because one thing I wanted to mention, we are extremely extremely close to one hundred thousand followers on Facebook. We are like the last time I checked, I think it was seventy one uh, <laughs> followers on Facebook away from a hundred thousand. If we hit that hundred thousand, we're going to do a giveaway. Um, I haven't announced it yet because I'm waiting for it to arrive of something I have for a giveaway. So make sure you pay attention to that. If, so if you haven't followed us on Facebook, make sure you follow by the seal curtain on Facebook. Also follow us, uh, um, on Twitter as well. Our Twitter, our individual Twitter stuff's up there, but we could put the BTSC Twitter feed up there, which is BT seal curtain, where you could also get some. Now I was a little bit late tonight because I forgot about it. Giving you notification of when our shows are going to be going live is something that we try to have been trying to do more on Twitter. So make sure you're checking out behind your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh lots you are, of you stuff. are 60
1: you are 68 followers short by the way on Six, the, oh uh, thanks for checking that word. So we
0: got we we got a few more in the last couple hours. Yep. So make sure make sure you check in there. Um, then of course you've got our family of podcasts. We've got um you want to say think about tomorrow night?
1: Yes yeah, so I will I don't even know which word I'm yeah,
0: it's the standard is the standard uh, sorry, um, standard, you, is the standard. You, it looks like uh you might be filling in for one Lancelot Williams and you're gonna go on with bad tomorrow night yep. so um, bad, he, um his, his, his his daughter I think has, has an award something with the with the recognition or award that she has that uh with Lance tomorrow was the thing um then Thursday we've got the preview Friday yeah, I said it. Saturday, Steelers Brunch with Tony. Um, Sunday, the Sunday show, whatever they call it now. Um, I think it was called the Sunday show last week. And then Monday you'll be back with QA. Uh Rich, anything else for the good of the order before we roll out of here? No, just
1: everybody, yeah. Thanks again for the fun participation in the live yeah. chat. Always fun, always great. Um, that's really kind of what I look forward to in these things, seeing what everybody else yeah. has to say. I mean, we were oh. doing
0: our over-unders, but we were really wanting to wait and get get to your guys's. Um, Make sure you like the show. That'll help. Like the show. Subscribe on YouTube. You want to send us out? No, you do it. and I'll do it. Make sure you tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Thanks for geeking out. Thanks for geeking out with us.